Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. Um, now we are finally on episode 10. Am I right? 10. I feel like we're now, like, this is like a party time. So we're now a full season of a Netflix series. Uh, right? 10. So um, starting with my original hosts, Marcus and Carissa, how you guys feel about that? Episode 10. I feel great. Two more? Wait, is it is 12 episodes a Netflix series? It, it depends, because some can be 10 to 12. So, I just, I'm going for the 12. You're going for the 12? It, it depends. It looks better. Carissa, what do you think? I agree. Uh, we're like, basically a series right now. We can make a movie at this point. Or a book. Yes. We're there. We're there. It feels really good. I have to say, saying that, like, since we started, like we're we've been like very shaky and been like I don't know what we're gonna talk about now to the point where, you know, Marcus sets these uh, mics for me with his eyes closed. I'm pretty sure he can do that now with his eyes closed. And I just sit here and I play on the computer until he's done, and I just send out links to everybody. Um, but I have to say this is super exciting, and what's even more exciting is I have to say that we've started from like one or two guests now to like now we have like a party it's like a bit uh i was i was gonna say a disco party but i don't know why i was gonna say that but what do you guys think uh Krissa and marcus i think it's great to like socialize with us especially we're not able like most of us are not able to like physically see each other and it's great to see uh, all of y'all wonderful faces, being able to, like, express your opinion. I'm able to counter your arguments and all of that. <laughs> I counter your arguments. Yes. That's Marcus for you. Go ahead. Yeah, just counting all of your arguments and then you countering mine. It's a whole discussion. And I'm going to win that too. So <laughs> yeah. just letting y'all know. Amanda? Okay. Um, Carissa, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we've definitely grown a lot. I remember the very first episode where we were, like, so scared we couldn't even talk, and we only had one guest, and now everyone is, like, joining and, and participating, and I just love the sense of community. It's, like, really growing, and I can't wait to see how far we'll come in the next few months or even a year from now. Yeah, no, big, we gotta think big. Uh, so, let's, uh, so let's talk about the guests we have today. Um, I'm going to introduce one guest last because she is going to be most likely the facilitator and I won't have to talk as much, which is probably really exciting for everybody in this room. So we're going to start with Cynthia. Cynthia, so can you start us off, even though I already said your name? Uh, my name is Cynthia and, um, Actually, I signed up for the safe space uh, a while ago, but I couldn't make it because of school. But now I'm here, so yeah. Mm-hmm. The conversation. I'm really glad to see you. And now I didn't realize that you started. You signed up a while ago, and had I known that, I would have started harassing you a long time ago. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm just glad that you're here. And then our, our series regular. Oh, yeah, you become a series regular. Okay, so let's go to our Zoom guest. Um, he this is his first episode, so let's go with Nick. Go ahead, Nick. 
So I mean, like, uh, I know everybody actually. Most people, especially Marcus, his arguments are going to be countered by me. Um, so but yeah, I, I hope I I hope I can become a regular here. To be to be honest. Well, we hope so too. We're really excited to have you. And then below Nick, I have Tiana. Tiana, you've been on before, but tell us about you. Well, yeah, I've been on here for like the first podcast. I couldn't make it ever since school started. I'm excited to get back to everything. I'm a 10th grader, but just busy with a lot of work, just trying to get a lot of things done before school starts. So I'm just happy to be here and glad to be one of your guesses. Yes, thank you. And our final Zoom guest, who looks like he's already bored out of his mind. Go ahead. Yeah, um, good afternoon, all. My name is Carl Edward, similar to Nick. I am very familiar with all these faces here. Um, I joined because of the sense of community, as Chris has said, and the um, opportunity to discuss about some of the topics that we as high schoolers face in our lives or regular people within a small community. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you guys that are here in person and thank you guys who are joining us via Zoom. You know, it's, I know it's like, you know, with everything that's going on in the world and it's really hard for us all to be here in person. It's hard for us to just be here in general. So it's great that, you know, you guys can be here with us, you know, in Zoom and we can still have these really great conversations. So last but not least, a returning guest and now who will be facilitating this conversation. No, no pressure, no pressure at all. Um, no pressure. Um, can you introduce yourself one more time? Yes, hello. We're happy to have you. It's going to be good. So, um, Ms. Daniel, we're really good to have you. And I hope you had a great time with us last week. We're, she was like a pro. It was like she never, like she's been podcasting her whole life. So, um, and I was like, yeah, we've only been nine episodes in and we feel like we're professionals here. And um, so this week, Ms. Daniel will be covering some topics for us. And hopefully you guys will join in the conversation as usual. And so we're going to do, Miss Daniel, can you, I'm going to actually step and stop talking because now I'm talking too much already. So why don't you start us off on our check-in? All right. Um, so let's just check in with everyone, see how everyone's doing with what's going on today. Um, I'll start. Um, my day's been great. We had a good, I have a good break. Um, so I've been doing a lot. I've been doing a lot of good things. I've been, I made a cool box today. I finally finished. And Amanda is painting that, thinking her box is better than mine. I will, I will check out everybody's boxes later. It's better than mine. Mine is better. For all our listeners, Marcus, can you tell us what box, like, what was folded for? I made this, like, it's like a keep out box. It has this a keep out box. Yeah, but we, we can keep that for another time. Okay. It's gonna take a whole day. Okay. So we did a gratitude box. Okay. On Tuesday, and it ended up being two days because you know we couldn't finish it all. No, it just one day, and it, that was very common. It was very therapeutic and everything. And everyone had their own personal day 
Cynthia had a cake pop dream. Marcus had a, you know, I had a flower dream pop. True. Marcus would have a keep out theme. My theme is of many dreams. But my one. Yeah. <laughs> it all revolves around cake pop. But it's many dreams. It's many dreams. Okay. All right. Deserved. What and what's on time? Yeah. What's on time? Oh, naturally waking up early. Oh, okay. Marcus, you want to say something? No, no I'm, I'm not ready for that. Oh. <laughs> he's old, he's too old for that. Quarantine happened, and then like I used to be waking up six a.m. to get to school. Now it's me waking up eight twenty. Just on time for me just to get into class for homework. Oh. Brushing your teeth is homework. You all know that. <laughs> <laughs> How I'm, about? I'm pure. <laughs> Why are you brushing your teeth? Okay, I'm present. How about anyone uh, on Zoom? Uh, I would say that I've kind of been neglecting my self care, which is not something I recommend. Don't do it. Um, so I have. Uh, like my my sleep schedule, I'd say it's like wrecked right now. So, uh, I wouldn't say I go to bed like extremely late. I don't stay up past two or so. But uh, I would say that uh, it's like I need my sleep, but I can't get it, and so it's like messed up. And my school doesn't have breaks, and I need that right now. So, guys, appreciate your breaks. Uh, take it on behalf of me and enjoy yourselves. Thank you for being honest. We gotta get you back on that self-care, though. Yeah. How you not? Mm-mm. We'll talk later. Anybody else would like to check in? Um, so far for me, I've today been great. I've been maintaining and I took apart the computer, put it back together, uh, make sure all the parts are clean, um, did some workouts, and got contacted by Rutgers for a potential Ooh. application. Nick's gonna go to Rutgers. Anyone else? Well, for me, um, being a senior and all, I have to manage high school. Well, you have to manage your final years of high school while college application. And at first, it was kind of stressful or, you know, overwhelming, but now it's kind of like a cycle. And I'm just moving through that cycle in a way. Um, I was able to get an interview with Seton Hall, which will be next week, um, pertaining to an application or early admission. And yeah, moving through the cycle. Right. Going through the motions of a senior. Good. How was your break, Carl? (laughs) (laughs) My break? Um, It was, I guess, 
the same in a way. Um, I don't, I didn't really miss it or need it. I kind of enjoy being in school because it keeps me productive and proactive. Productive and proactive. It's like if I wake up, I don't like. I'm not a heavy sleeper, so I always wake up at 6 a.m. Similar to how I would go to drill practice in RTC. 6 a.m. Um, 7 o'clock, I'm up. So now that school is not there, I'm up at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., and what am I going to do? So I'm just stuck there thinking, what can I do? Go to sleep, watch some TV, or do sleep something there. productive. Productive, yeah. Listen, don't back a routine man. It's okay. I'm not that type of person, but I understand. <laughs> you live your life, Carl. You live right. it the best way you want to live it. Right. I wish right. I was like that. You live the life you want to live. I support you. I'm just glad you're on my podcast, finally. Yeah, my apologies for that. It's okay. I gotta. Oh, there's another one of you I got to go harass anyway. And last but not least, me. Yep. So this whole break has been very needed because I've been feeling very stressful. Well, not too stressful, not too stressed as my sister has been because she's a freshman, so this isn't new to her. So I've been trying to help her do this beauty stuff with me personally because I've joined a lot of clubs like FBLA, I have GRTC, and once we start doing stuff for GRTC, I'm going to be doing even more. So I'm trying to like learn how I can manage my time throughout this whole break for those stuff, but things have been going pretty well. I'm going to the bridge tomorrow to finish my box, as Marcus was saying. So yeah, I've been enjoying my time. Can't wait to see it when it's done. Yep. Very nice. Oh, um, my check-in's fine. Self-care. The best way I can. What about you? Uh, oh, okay, yeah. 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 That's my self-care. Oh, girl, I'm right behind you on that. <laughs> yes, we just got pizza today, y'all, and it's been um quite delicious. I had six <laughs> Okay. Moving on, y'all, before we make each other hungry. Um, I just want to get into how you guys are feeling about um current events. So you know let's just get up and out. Boom, after election, we don't know the results. How are you feeling? Did you do anything yesterday? Um, so yeah. I'm feeling kind of nervous. Cause it can go either way for the election. Biden, Trump, one of those people are going to win, and I'm like, oh my gosh, who's going? They're both mm-hmm. announcing that they're going to win. I'm like, right. oh my gosh. I, I'm like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, the ballots and who voted for who, and then like, like people in my family, like they voted for people, and then like, I'm not going to say specific what they voted for and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, it's like, Okay, I understand their argument. I understand theirs, and I'm like, okay, um, how is this election gonna come out? Is people gonna are their ballots are gonna get stolen, or their true lies are gonna be made during the elections and all of that? And it's, it's gonna be a lot, a lot to deal with, especially during the 20. You know, it's just gonna be different. That's what I believe. It's gonna be different. Yeah. I feel like the voting for um, Texas was very big because the Republican governor got rid of most of the um. 
around yeah. Texas, so there was only one, and you couldn't take a bus there. You had to drive there, and it's in the middle of nowhere, so it's very hard to reach. And mostly, I think Republicans were allowed to um vote. So Trump ended up winning, and then the Republican governor called Trump and congratulated him. So I feel like they should redo it, but I don't think they did because yeah, everyone's they allowed. If I may touch up on it, I think that we as American people are focusing too much on the party system, just as um, George Washington once said, um, not to focus or just have two party systems because it'll tear the nation apart. I think we need to focus more on the policies that are bringing, like the policies that the parties are bringing forth instead of who's representing those parties. Because although some people do not like Trump or they not favor, they don't favor Biden. It's not really them that their face that you're gonna have to worry about. You're gonna have to worry about the policies and the laws that they're gonna be introducing later throughout the four year or eight year term that they might be serving. Okay. Um, I we did get some cool accomplishments for the United States because we did get like the first black Congress woman and also the first trans senator state senator mm-hmm. too yes so we did hit some cool um just call milestones mm-hmm. and if biden wins we're gonna have our first ever african-american female vice president yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know if he does it it's possible the thought of trump winning again is like so scary i don't know man that man is but mentally you know, ill it's funny because uh we all forgot about that one guy still trying to run kanye west (laughs) (laughs) he's at sixty thousand votes right now (laughs) there was like this Oh my god, I don't want to go there. So I'm hearing though I'm hearing a lot of like nerve like nerves and um unsureness like how do you think everybody what is how everybody's going to handle it like what are um, the outcomes long term I'm going to have to say like either way long term it's going to we don't know short term we don't definitely know it's going to be a lot of problems cuz as you saw 
on the Garden State Parkway, people blocked off the highway just in case because they was getting upset and protesting. So either way, something is going to happen, I don't know, after the results. And we don't know how we're going to take it or handle it as people. Uh, we we're, we can handle it different ways. People can like try to find ways to like convince other people to like have like this thing to like take everybody's out of balance and stuff like that. I'm not saying that all people do that. It's just that we have this like little majority of people who thinks that they're like uncertain. They're scared that we're gonna um that they're not gonna get the side that they want. So they're gonna try to take any means necessary so that they can get the side that they want. You know what I found really scary? A lot of celebrities as like a business matter and then convincing their young, you know, eighteen year old fans to go put Trump. But it's kinda of like both sides though. It's just not one one sided. Like people mm-hmm. are not only like uh teaming up with Donald, like yeah, people, people are also teaming up with Biden uh, Biden and Kamala Harris. So it's I'm you know, honestly, like I'm just really thankful that people are out here voting like yesterday we hit over 90 percent of the voters from the last election yeah it's huge like this election has really allowed and made people show up and show out and like understand your vote does count like no matter what i think that mostly most of the young people who do it are just people who want clout whether well, you have an agenda that's, I mean, people have agendas regardless of anything you do, yeah. but at least you're voting. I'm just happy that you're voting. You're this voting. girl, she changed her vote because this old man or this man who was a Trump supporter went up to them and was like, I've never seen two pretty best friends. So she changed her vote from Biden to Trump. Um, But we, as New Jersey, we also did have a really crazy vote that changed our state for the country too yeah right because last election it was majority and and we flipped we flipped democrat Mm -hmm. and not only that and not only that but we do have we legalized now yeah i was gonna cover that as well they legalized recreational use of marijuana so we're gonna probably have more profit for new jersey in terms of stocks and you know funding I know you're like, yes, we will. But so, like, my question is now, like, okay, so now I have two questions. Um, Do you think, regardless of what the outcome is for this election, do you think your generation is going to keep up the momentum? And what do you think your generation can do for outreach to keep up? with um current issues because the thing is a lot of people don't realize what's going on so what can you guys do um so what we can do is just like to like keep our generation running and everything because a lot of people what they need is like they need to do their research and know about what types of persons committed and all that we need to like like teach our like people that we know we need to like come together and like inform each other about the things that we have problems with our society and all that and once we're informed we know what to do so as we have more people that knows what's the right thing even though if they don't agree with us what they believe in is true at least they have evidence to show that they 
have um that significant value to show that they know something. So I'm not trying to say that they don't know anything, yeah. but we just need to like we need so we don't make the mistake again that we're choosing a wrong president. Or thinking our moment doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to do our research. And yeah. also teaching our kids yeah. about politics and not forcing them to vote who we want to vote. Right. Because a lot of first time voters are always getting forced to vote for the opposite party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whoever their parents want them to yeah. vote yeah. for. Yeah. Or so, who yeah. their friends are voting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys just got to remember this is yeah. your civic duty. And whoever you vote for is whoever you vote for. Just, you know, like Parker said, do that research. That way, you know. Whoever you're voting for is representing the What's policies you? that you believe in and that they stand for, and it represents you and who you are with your in your community. So, um, this whole like arguing over like who's right just because someone voted for Trump, someone else voted for Biden. Like at the end of the day, your vote, whoever you choose to vote for, is up to you. Here's to finish, they say. Yeah. See, I don't know. And, uh, I also wait. I wanted to go back to what Carl said about making sure that we stand for the policies. What? How do we feel about people or politicians making decisions that don't represent us? I.e., um, like I'm okay. So you know, I'm doing PPI with Adolescent Pregnancy Prevention Initiative, and I want to know. There's a lot of male politicians making decisions for women. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? I need male perspective and um, female perspective. Can we do the male perspective first? Alright, yeah. I guess I'll start. I think it's unfair, even though, like, we have to do, like, men, us men have to do a lot of stuff back in the day. Um, being in control of everything and all of that, I think that's unfair because we're, we're all human. So it doesn't matter. We all have value and we're, it's our right to choose what we want to do. Even if you're a man, woman, your gender doesn't matter anyway. So if you want to vote for the specific person, you should vote for that specific person. Not vote because someone tells you what to do. That means that you're not in a good relationship with that person. So you should not be with that person to begin with. So I'm just saying, if you're feeling like you're getting um over pressured by someone and like, they're trying to control like your every mindset, every thought, and everything. That's that's not having a it's healthy not relationship. Healthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. not healthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. guys. Sorry, too, but yeah. Yeah, I want to get all of the guys' perspective. <laughs> I, I feel like this is a trap set up for the guys. All of them. All right. So, yeah. so I feel like. Uh, if it's like a policy that's affecting women, I feel like a woman, like politician, uh, opinion should be heard first before the man's, because the man doesn't really get the full understanding of what's going to happen, like a woman can. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm not picking sides, by the way. Hmm. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Excuse my, my like my bad connection. Um, I'm actually kind of. I don't know, I'm divided because I do support um I don't I don't support the judgment that um female rights or female laws should be made by males because obviously if I was a male I wouldn't want a female determining my, you know, rights and laws. But I do as well think that um it's hard to say, um 
I do think that it should be a mixture of both. So I think that female presence or female perspective should be within laws and that males shouldn't like overstep into that sort of um, subject because it's not really respectful and right. But I do think that um, it should be a mixture of both um, sides of the argument, of both sides of minds to make a law that supports both mm. viewpoints, I guess. Scientifically speaking, when you do abortion, you're in the, it's in the first trimester, and in the first week to three. So basically, when you do that abortion, it is the cause of cells. Yes, it is considered a living organism, but isn't really alive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Second, it is a woman's choice. It is her body. And a lot of people will force a lot of females to have babies mm -hmm. while they don't even have enough money to buy themselves like enough food. food. They don't have a proper dad. They don't have a proper living space. So now you're putting that child's life in jeopardy. So what I would rather do is I would put in that position to kill the baby while it's still cover cells yeah. before I give birth to a baby in a bad condition and then have them exposed to rape, molestation, murder, stuff like that, to live in bad neighborhoods and to live a horrible life. So I think that the only choice is up to the woman herself. Men will say, yes, let's have the baby. I don't support that. But I think it's that you may not support that, but can you support another life? That's what a lot of people do. When they made the um no abortion law, the heartbeat law. I mean the heartbeat law, right? The heartbeat bill. Yeah, come through. When they, my note, when, they made, okay. when they made that law, mm -hmm. did anyone realize they never made a law to take care of the kids? You know, make victims, people who were people who were having babies at a young age and couldn't even afford to buy themselves any food. There was no help, there was no insurance, so therefore, it's only the woman's choice and no one else's. Before anyone else, I want you to read, I want to read to you um, the heartbeat bill, uh, which bans abortion as early as six weeks into pregnancy, which around the time a fetus, I actually looked this up, it's around the time a fetus normally does not have the heartbeat. So they kind of have it in the seventh week and on. So, and on top of that, the bill doesn't include any ex um, exception for rape or incest. So, in some states, there's four states that um, have the heartbeat bill. And you have to, you can't abort uh, at six weeks. But it's called the heartbeat bill. You would think the heartbeat comes at six weeks. It doesn't. It comes weeks after that. So in reality, I'm not going to tell you what's my feet are, but I just want you guys to think about that. And for everyone who's listening, you should mention the heartbeat bill. So that's, yeah, that's what it is. Now you guys can comment. Why do you think they call it the heartbeat bill? Because what a lot of people say, they say if it has a heartbeat, it's alive. But why do you think they specifically call it the heartbeat bill? Because their heart's beating? Like, when I say, instead of, if I say cardiac something, how would you feel rather than me saying heartbeat? Oh, is it like they're trying to kind of get people to feel some type of way emotionally? Mm. Mm. They said a cardiac bill, not a lot of people take it serious. But instead of saying this is okay, so if I say like, something, something, well, instead of saying this is the abortion law, that abortion law 
fifth statue, 14, 13, whatever, you know, whatever numbers to put in. Instead, I say, this is the heartbeat law, blah, 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 blah. Well, do you feel some sort of way if I? Oh no, no, no. But 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 if but if you tell somebody that, what do you think? Then they'll think that I have like. Well, well, uh, well. What do you guys think? We have other people. Hmm. So I think that when you tell someone a heartbeat law, it's not just it's not you're telling someone it's just a regular law. You're giving them the idea to think about someone's actual heartbeat at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thoughts? Keep going, guys. I would, I would agree with um, Nick. I would agree with um, Nicholas or Nick because because I think when a baby or the infant has living or when the heartbeat is first, you know, found. I have a I have a good question. Um, you guys can think about this. How do you guys feel about when rich, rich guys and these females try to trap them into getting pregnant? Which, which guys trapping females or females trapping rich guys? Females trapping rich guys. Niggas in my notes too. Oh. I was going to say um, Nick took the words right out of my mouth because when Amanda mentioned how the abortion is their right to have an abortion or not have the kid, and I thought immediately it's like cases where I would tell the male that they're on the pill, you know, birth control, APBI, and they would um, purposely lie about being on birth control, having an IUD, and force the man, the man to pay child wages or even abort his child even if though he wants the child. So, yeah, I, how do you guys feel about that? Because there's no law supporting the male in that case. They have to legally provide financial support to a child, even if they were tricked. Well, my thought about that, because I do think a lot about that. I think that's like how half of my family was born, but that's the point. So I think that's a really shady thing to do. So they're to use life as a way to blackmail people because you're not only hurting yourself, you're hurting the child too. And I feel like if that was the case, then the child should automatically just go to their dad. Like, they, the mother should still get right to, because at the end of the day, that's still your mother, you know, to still try to build connection with your child. But if that was the case, and if there was, like, no actual proof and everything of the woman trapping a rich guy just for the money, I feel like there should be laws set in place by court. Mm. Anybody else? We have other voices on here. Well, when it comes, when it's in that case, I feel, yeah, I agree with you. There should be a law because a lot of people would do that just for, like, profit or clout or some type of gain, which is very shady and very, like, disrespectful because you can't just bring a life to the world because a lot of situations or a lot of stuff that's happening, happening to kids are because of the parents and like most people would say it's not the parents fault but most people it's sometimes really the parents fault because they never really try to do anything to connect with the child or fix certain issues that needed to be fixed because if they don't fix it then it's going to hurt other people in the future 
So I just feel like people should really think about the process of whether or not they should bring a child into the world or what or who they bring into the situation. <clears throat> Anyone else? No? Okay, so I'm hearing like, I'm, I, I hear you, and that kind of like brings me to my next like question. These are all like high risk situations where um, you come into a situation and you kind of don't know what to do. I know at APPI, you kind of understand how to avoid high-risk um, situations. So if anybody, I know Tayana is currently in APPI, but for those of you who've um, been in a program, like how could you either avoid high-risk situations or like kind of what do you mean by high risk situations? High risk. Do you guys know what high risk situations are? Not really. Like high risk situations, like um, for example, like say you had a girl that you like, Marcus, and you're sitting next to each other, and she keeps touching you, oh, and it keeps oh, it's oh, going to escalate. Like those oh, are high risk situations, oh, and they start to. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I get, I get you. Um, I feel like in that type of situation, like if if you're still uncomfortable, you should just tell them about it instead of you know just let them do it because it's easier for that person. I mean, if you're not ready, the person can't force you into doing it. So, like, if they're still pushing themselves, like, you just tell them that if you're not ready to do that, then, like, if they, if they can't understand that, then that's not the right person to be with, you know, because you should just understand that you're not ready yet. Yeah. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. I would say set boundaries. First and foremost, let the person know what the guidelines of whatever the relationship is and if you're uncomfortable just be blatant or blunt with them and tell them that you're not ready for that type um to add on what um, cynthia and carl said um you can also like there are ways if it escalates any further you do like commit these trick things that you do like oh my mom's calling me i have to go or those um try to like move your hands and everything just try to like get away saying oh I have to go home, I have to go to school tomorrow, something like that. You have to go somewhere saying that, look, there's time and stuff like that. Those are ways you can do it. Um, and I feel like if they're doing that, right, and you feel uncomfortable, you should get a hint that you don't want to do it. It's like, you know. But what happens if they don't, though? So I feel like you should try to establish a clear communication. So, I mean trying to push them away but if they don't get the idea you gotta establish say hey i just don't i don't feel comfortable doing this right now because such and such uh because that kind of give that give you the respect that hey i'm telling them how i feel and they should respect how i feel really and my boundaries when it comes to the person they always saying that oh you don't love me oh it comes there if someone is like manipulating you to do something and like a certain thing happens, then you should have a trusted adult or someone you know who can help you, like your teacher, your parents, uh, 
guidance counselor, just anybody who can help you. So, like, I'm notorious for, sorry, I just totally hit Marcus. Um, I'm notorious for always feeling guilty about things. So, how would you help me feel not guilty? Well, like, a lot of people do feel guilty about a lot of things. I can relate to that as well. But then I, I just had to realize that this is not my fault. Like, I tried so many things, and I, I know, like, I'm not trying to do this, and if it's just going to make me feel guilty about it, then I can't really do too much about it. Like, because if I know something is wrong, then I, I'll just try to convince myself or have other people give me enough courage to feel like it's not my fault. That's good advice. We're, I mean, we're talking about, like, high-risk situations, high-risk being, like, for example, like, you want to be in a and sit next to your girlfriend, and she tries to, like, touch your booty on you, Thing, like, oh, I gotta call my mom quick. I go, hold on, just sit right here. Like, how, <laughs> what, how you avoid those types of situations yeah. or like, what would be? Yeah. Oh, what I do in every financial relationship or anything, always set boundaries first and be strict with it. Because if they hear like a uh, soft tone in your voice, they're going to try to, you know, push it on you. Mm-hmm. If you stand your ground stern with any friends or any relationship because I do it a lot and they don't accept it, then leave them. I've cut off a lot of friends because they couldn't accept the boundaries that I made for myself. And you always you always have to remember, even though you have friends, to always love yourself and retain that same respect that you have with your friends for yourself. So if you do it early, they're never gonna try to do it again because they know that you're not about that and you're gonna be cut off right in the hearing a lot of boundaries i like i like what you guys are saying um what what can happen if there are no boundaries in a relationship not even just like intimate relationship like platonic like a friendship or like even family members like if you never set the boundaries ever yeah if you never set Mm -hmm. the boundaries good question it could so a lot of bad habits and people Um, also, like, to cause, like, arguments between your friends or whoever you're in a relationship with, which can cause problems, and without boundaries, I don't think y'all can, like, be able to, like, have that kind of, like, communication or, like, mindset thing. So, yeah. My advice is to always be 100% truthful, no matter where you go, or no matter who you're with, because... Even though telling the truth may hurt sometimes, they're going to respect you for it. Because you shouldn't be accepting something that you're not comfortable with. Because you're going to start the habit of doing that not only for your friends, but your family members. And, you know, family relationships, you know, into the near future. And that's something that is going to tear you down mentally and physically. So I suggest that if you have a main boundaries, at least set them by telling them, I'm not comfortable with this. Can you not do this around me and not do this to me? Just telling them, you know, what you feel like then and there. So they know that you're not comfortable with it and they will, you know, try to remove themselves away from you if necessary. 
anyone else? Uh, I feel like when when there's no boundaries, that leaves an opening for um, dominance, and that leaves for control, and can escalate further to become worse for emotional and mental state for the friend or for the person that's in the relationship. And I believe you should stop it. Or if someone, if you have a true friend, that'll help and come in and stop that as soon as possible. I'm literally just absorbing everything in. Like, we've covered so many points, and I'm just, like, ex absorbing everything. Uh, so regarding to that, yeah, I totally agree with all your suggestions about um, communication. It's very important. Uh, both of you sit down and decide what is it exactly that you want out of this relationship. And if your views don't collide, like, if you can, uh, like, come to some compromise or agreement if that can't work if you two can't come to terms then that's like time to end it and also as i said last time the pros and cons uh they never fail so yeah okay wait i have a follow-up question i don't kind of like what that question but this one kind of <laughs> popped up in my head can you still set a boundary when you really like someone and it has With your friends, what what kind of contract would you what would you put in this contract? That's called a prenup. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, um, in terms of contract, maybe it's just something with communication or a verbal contract, not really a pay for contract because that might be off putting in a way. Maybe just like a verbal contract, like um sit down, have the talk, say, Hey, look, this is mine, you can't have this, you can't do this, this and that. You guys come with a mutual agreement. 
Somebody loves you so much, then they'll be willing to do anything to put up with you, honestly. If they're willing to stick through uh, all of that uh, agreements and contracts or whatever she has planned, then they're the one. A terms and conditions? That's a prenup! Um, I'm going to say, honestly, I'm going to disagree with the contract because this is, this is not like an app that you download and press, I agree to the terms and conditions. Uh, it's feelings, in my opinion. So I'll feel like as long as they know me, like let's say they know me as a friend and everything like that, once they get to know me, they don't know what I don't like and dislike, what I consent to and what I don't consent to. I, I, okay, I want to put my two cents in here. I've been trying to be very quiet this whole entire time. I'm very proud of myself. Um but I feel like at the moment y'all have to bring out a contract. Thank you. Are you going to take them to court if they violate this contract? You know what? No, what? But your partner might not I'm not saying, like, they're not going to agree with the terms and conditions, but the contract, I think, is a little bit too much. I mean, it's not like a actual court contract or something like that. But, um, I got it. Amanda, I got a question for you. Yes. For that contract, right? Wouldn't it be fair for the other person to have a contract for you? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to say that. But I think you should already know, like, the terms and stuff, because that's why we already have communication to speak to each other about the things that we need. So, I like putting stuff on paper, and I like reminding myself. I have notes over notes for everything. That's yeah. what As soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to call my partner and be like, we're not going forward. We're going to have a contract <laughs> on how you're going to behave. <laughs> Wait. That's something that I feel like. Okay, I. I can. I, yes, I know. I, 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 out of all this teasing, I understand. I'm just trying to convince you that, like, I think it's a little bit too far. I still you know, have my second break contract. If you, if you take your future that, <laughs> if you're gonna take your future that far. I don't Did think that you're gonna just? Have many wait. Guys, honestly, I don't really think she means like a full-on business contract. I think of it more like a vow. You're both saying what you want out of it and what you expect and like boundaries. So it's not like a full-on business contract. That's not what I think of it as like vows, which is something kind of romantic if you think about it. I think. Chris, you are such an optimist. Less stress because you've already wrote it down, and then you can think of it later. So it's too much stress on your brain to try to remember 
That's that's. I think we should move on from the contract. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on from the contract. All right. All right, guys. I just want to say thank you. Um, so yeah, we're gonna have to start wrapping it up. Um, see, I think I. Uh, you want me to wrap it up? Yeah. All right. Bro. So uh, I want to say thank you to everybody. I want to thank you, uh, Miss Danielle. We're gonna start wrapping this episode up. Um, I did not realize the time. Um, as always, these episodes don't last as long as they should um, because we definitely go on topic, off topics, sideway topics, backward topics. We talk about Amanda's contracts, which I will continue talking about it after this is over because I'm very curious about it. I actually might have her call my partner and ask him about it. Um, uh, so, but anyway. I want to th say thank you to everybody. Thank you to our guests for coming on. So we're going to do, as always, we're going to do our last minute thoughts. For those who don't know what our last minute thoughts are, we're just going to kind of wrap it up the episode and something you want to say to our guests, not guests, listeners, and just to let them know something that you want to say to them about, you know, something maybe about the episode or just something to them in general. So we're going to start it off with Marcus. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, today has been a great episode. We talked a lot. We learned a lot. And I just like to like hear different people's opinions. I can listen to more. It's great. We talk about elections. Talk about all things. So just keep watching. Listener, listening. Don't. Oh, oh my God, me. Go ahead, Miss. Oh, Cynthia, go. Any? Okay, um, so for me, I would say, you know, the part that we're talking about relationship and, be, um, and being pressured, like, if you're ever in a relationship and you feel like your partner is forcing you to do something that you don't want to do, you should, like, step away from it. And after you do that, you should not feel bad because it's for your own good and it's for your own I think you put it very nicely. Remember your morals, your boundaries, and your self worth and your self love. Because if you have none of those, it's going to be nearly impossible to say no to others and to cut yourself from toxicity, friend groups, relationships, or family members. And always give what you receive and receive what you give. And yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have Nick go. Uh, it's been great. Um, hope everybody enjoyed listening. Don't forget about self care. Self care is really important. I think that one was secretly directed towards Carissa. Um, <laughs> that uh, I'm gonna have T uh, Tiana go. Uh, I enjoyed this uh, podcast. It was very opinionated, and I loved hearing everybody's views on different cases from, like, the presidential election through relationships and, like, how people can, like, 
find solutions in certain issues. So it's very nice just to hear people's opinions and what they feel about certain situations. Awesome. And Carl, I'm going to have you go. Yeah, I'd just like to thank you guys for inviting me. And I'll try to make the effort of becoming a regular. Um, I'll just like end off with a quote from like totally not Atla. So um, it's like, if you limit your, if you limit yourself to what you can see, you blind yourself to the possibilities. So if everything doesn't go right, try going left. Ooh, I like so that. Basically, think outside the box. Nice. Ooh. Oh, I want to do that. I want to snap. All right, Carissa, go ahead. Okay, so last but definitely not least, do not discredit the uh, suggestion that Amanda gave because <laughs> <laughs> I strongly agree with it. Like, I, I wouldn't consider myself as a romantic, but vows, it's like so romantic. Like, write what you expect from the relationship and how you uh, expect to resolve your conflicts and stuff like that. And communication is very important. So always remember that if anything goes wrong, just come together and talk about it. You should be all good. Awesome. Thank you, Carissa. And finally, but not least, um, it is myself. Oh, uh, no, actually, Danielle, Miss Danielle, you go. I totally got thrown <laughs> off because you skipped, yes. we skipped you. Thank you. And finally, um, so just to finally wrap it up, uh, guys, you know, saying no is a thing. You know, you have more power in your voice than you realize. No is no. That goes for both females and males. Um, you know, uh, your body counts. Uh, you have more power over your body. Do not let anybody take control of that. And finally, um, as we wrap this up, um, I think, uh, thank you guys again for being here. We will be here again next week. Hopefully you guys will join us. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Please uh, give us, subscribe to us, let us know what you think, and check us out on Instagram. Check us out um for our check us out on instagram for um our podcast and for the amani center and also check us out on our website at www.theamanisafespace.com all right everybody thank you and we'll see you next week bye, bye. bye.